0: You're listening to the Away Podcast. This week, Brian mixes things up and has Kyle do a rapid-fire Q&A on things you submitted you are currently struggling with in your business. Then, Brian shares a service that lets you take your email game to the next level, while Kyle shares a service that helps you automate a little more of your day-to-day. Now, roll that Intro Welcome to The Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty in San Diego.
1: And my name is Brian, coaching media and marketing director here at The Whistle Realty Group in San Diego.
0: I love the shoulder shrugs, baby. I, I love the shoulder it. shrugs. I... That's just how you roll, baby. That's how you get warmed up. Let's I got to go. make
1: sure I say all my words right. That's It's a it's a tick. Thanks. So if you
0: want to see Brian in his oddly nervous ticks, you can subscribe to the show. Uh, go to thewhistleway.com. You can subscribe on the YouTube channel so you can see Brian's awkwardness. Or you can subscribe to the podcast. And most importantly, you can join our Facebook group, which is... The premise of this show is we like to answer questions that are asked on our Facebook group and answer them here on the show so that we can give you the tools and techniques that you need to go out there and crush it in your business. With that said, Brian, I think we're doing something a little different today with these questions. Yes. Let's do it.
1: Today, I wanted to do kind of a rapid fire um, podcast. My favorite. I, I asked people what their biggest struggle in their business was in the Whistleway group. Um, we've got about 12 or 13 responses. So I think if we take about a minute per response, we'll be able to get rid- get through them all.
0: Let's roll. All
1: right. So Chris Nelson says his biggest struggle is time management. What do you got uh, for him?
0: Time management. Number one, if it's not in your calendar, it does not exist. You must live and die by your calendar. Your calendar should run your life. Your life should not run your calendar. Um, so you need to put everything in there. Everything that takes 15 or more minutes needs to be in your calendar. Um, I have things as simple as just logging my coaching notes. I have a coaching call every Friday and I was struggling for a while to actually get my notes done. Why? Because I didn't have it in my calendar. Now it's in my calendar at eight 30 every Friday morning, I get my notes done. So by my one o'clock call with my coach, he knows what I'm working on, what's going on in my business. So put everything in there. Um, we have three things that are, are very important and never get replaced. That's and one and two are interchangeable, but it's gonna be family, religion, and then prospecting. That's gonna be number three. And one and two you can interchange, that's cool, whatever floats your boat, but prospecting's a religion almost. Prospecting is part of your family, like it's right up there with those. You've gotta put prospecting in your calendar and it's gotta be consistent. I don't care if you have one deal in escrow or 100 deals in escrow, you still have to consistently prospect. And the rule is nothing replaces prospecting other than family or religion. So no appointment replaces prospecting. Going to a fucking inspection does not replace prospecting. Doing stupid shit to fill up your calendar does not replace prospecting. Everything in your calendar revolves around family, religion, and prospecting. Cool. Put it in the calendar, and it, otherwise it doesn't exist. And once it's in your calendar, respect your calendar and follow it.
1: So Brad, this is a joke, but I, I think there's still value here. He says, my seller, that bastard. But... I want to kind of, how can you prevent your sellers from being a problem in your business?
0: Um, I think one is knowing when to say no. Sometimes there are sellers that are just not gonna be a fit for you and it's okay to say no. It's okay, you don't need every single listing and those, if they're a pain in the ass up front, it's not gonna get easier, I promise you, it's only gonna get harder. So one is know when to say no. Two is it's okay to fire a seller as well. Um, I've done that before. And yes, it stings initially because you start thinking about the lost income, but when you start to realize the gained sanity and the gained time back, it is 100% worth it. So don't be afraid to fire your seller. And three is what i found a lot of times is when people get into uh, difficult situations with a client, a lot of times it's because everything they're doing is all over text message or email. And sometimes you just need to get on the phone or sometimes you need to just sit down and grab a coffee or a beer together. And you can resolve a lot of differences when you sit down face-to-face.
1: Cool. Um, One thing that also that we've been doing more and more um, is doing weekly seller updates. I think that really helps kind of, I know I like to be kept up to date on what's going on. So I think that's another kind of cool tip. Yes, you do. Um, Scott Davis, his problems in the follow-up. What tips do you have for follow-up?
0: So the follow-up is automate what you can, which is things like text and emails, and focus on the things that you can't automate, which is the actual phone calls. And like we talked about with the question before, is block that stuff into your calendar. Otherwise, you're not going to do it. If your entire business is run on doing things when you have time or when you feel like it, you're never going to do them. So build those things into your calendar and build out automation plans in your CRM and if that is all hieroglyphics and a foreign language to you, because you don't have a follow-up plan or a CRM, let's start there. Get a CRM, then build your follow-up plan in the CRM, automate the text and emails, and then make the phone calls and have them in your calendar. That's cool. the best advice I can give.
1: Um, this one's kind of a little bit along the same lines, but Jeff Cohen wants to know uh, his biggest problem is simple system implementation and automation
0: yeah so one of the things i'm really big on is using a do doing done board Um, we were using trello i've actually transitioned over to monday.com for that um but having a do doing done board is really really important because as we go to conferences as we go to mastermind stuff like that our do board these these ideas of things we want to do it's crazy and what happens if we don't have a doing board is we try to do everything simultaneously and we end up actually doing nothing so What I love is every time you have an idea, a system, something, put it on the do column of a do, doing, done board. And then depending on your ability to multitask, some of you are amazing at it, some of you are terrible at it. You should have really one to three things that you're working on in that doing board. And that way you follow through and you can't add any more than three things in that doing board. So work on those three things. When you finish one, you can replace it with another. But you cannot add any more than three things to that doing board if you're a realtor. Finish implementing one thing, then come back, work on the next thing. Come back, work on the next thing. But if you try to implement, you know, 13 things at once, you're going to implement none.
1: Cool. Um, Nick McDonald, I don't know if I'm struggling, but I'm definitely still learning the best way to convert my audience into clients.
0: Uh, I'm going to assume video audience. I would assume so. Shall we we Mm -hmm. assume that? All right. So uh, let's assume that the question is referring to the audience that's watching your video show, um, like our Everything East County show. If you guys aren't following it, uh, check it out on Facebook or Instagram, Everything East County by East County Eats. That's the name of the show, so check it out and you can kind of see the stuff that we're doing there. Um, The biggest thing for converting, uh, we talked about in a recent episode of the show, which is we feature a lot of restaurants on the show, well when we do an open house we'll have that restaurant one of the restaurants that's been on the show cater the open house what that does is it allows us to market our open house to our audience who's watching our show because now we could say hey you saw cali comfort barbecue on the show they're going to be catering our open house tonight come have some free food on us check out the house and say hi to the crew while you're there so now it allows you to pull your audience in Make sure they know you do real estate. And we always have a few people that show up and have some free food with us, and you know they're, they're fans of the show. So that's one way um, so you can get in front of people. Another way is to do happy hours. So have a happy hour at a restaurant or you a know, venue that you've had on the show. Take those online relationships, that audience that you have online, and invite them to come hang out with you offline. That can work out really well. But in all honesty, the most important thing is there's one audience member that's most important in every show that you shoot. It's me, and it's also somebody who's a star of the show, and that's the owner or the manager. Um, those of are the, the business. Of, it's not you. Of the business, yeah, they're the most important person because you're you know you're having these people on your show. You're not charging them anything, hopefully. Um, you have them on the show, you, you know, expose their business to tons of people. They get thousands of you online. They get, you know, dozens of new customers that come in like these people are pretty stoked on you and you charged them nothing for this. You just gave the ultimate jab in Gary Vee's jab, 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 right hook philosophy, um, these guys are stoked that you just helped them out and did all this for them. They want to hook you back up, but you've gotta work that relationship. You don't just shoot a video, you get a listing, shoot a video, get a listing. You gotta work those relationships. So whenever we do shoot a video, I'd spend you know an easy half hour, hour shooting the shit with the owner, building the relationship, getting their cell phone number so I can stay in touch with them. Um, and then you gotta you know be a patron of the restaurant, go back to the restaurant, nurture that relationship because you gotta nurture it just like you gotta nurture the relationship with a regular lead. Um when you do open houses, have them cater your open house. Keep those relationships going. Invite them to your your friends and family or client events. And you know, stay in touch with these people um, and they will stay in contact with you and send leads to you.
1: That's good. That's really good. And we also talk a lot more about that in-depth, one-on-one, at our media mayor mastermind. Um that's our two-day event here in San Diego. We're right, we rent out a really cool house, spend two full days immersed in what we do for um our community video series and not only how to build those relationships how to make the money but also how do you set it up the timelines the schedules the emails the checklists, everything uh mary ellen roy asked about time management which we already covered dean miller this will be a really easy one probably only 20 seconds
0: go bills uh
1: we are in hiring mode so my biggest struggle is finding good people finding employees and agents and then onboarding them you got 20 seconds go 20 like the best <laughs> thing to do
0: there is tell the story of who it is that you're looking to hire. This is how I hired Brian. I was like, you know, I told everybody I knew I'm looking for somebody really quirky with glasses that loves cats and eats ice cream seven days a week. And boom, Brian appeared. Um, not exactly that, but something along those lines is I was like, you know what? I'm looking for somebody who can shoot videos, shoot photos for us and also help out with our social media. And I told everybody on my team, I told all of my affiliates, escrow and title and lenders and and all of those people, um, and put it out there on social media as well. And I think that's one of the best things you can do because now people that you know are going to refer people to you. For example, Brian was referred to me by an existing agent on the team and was Shout like- Shout out
1: to Jared Norris. Yeah,
0: Jared Norris. I know you like to get credit for that, Jared, so here's your credit. Um, Jared was like, hey, you know what? There's this guy I used to work with at, um, I ran into a lot when I was at Best Buy. He worked in the camera department. He was really geeky when it came to cameras. And then I think he's working at some social media management company now. You should talk to him. Cool. That's how Brian and I first connected was via somebody like Jared. Well, Jared would not have connected me with Brian if he didn't have a high degree of confidence that Brian was a, a potential fit for that position. So that's how I love to find people is by leveraging my connections to get connected to good people because nobody's gonna refer you somebody that sucks. Whereas you run an ad on Indeed or WiseHire, or Craigslist, or whatever, I mean, hopefully you find you can find amazing people, don't get me wrong, but you don't have, you know, a referral from somebody who's saying, hey, this is somebody you should talk to. So I love having that referral. Um, onboarding, the biggest thing I've learned there, we've tried to automate that and it's just not something that you can automate. You, We have a system, we use AdaptiveU.io, Uh, which is free. So we use that and that's kind of the system we have in place. But we've learned we need to be hands on when we bring a new agent on board. So when we bring agents on, we do a boot camp, we tend to have four to six people per boot camp, they go through and it's five days, five hours a day when they first start. And it's very, very hands on helping everybody set everything up, understanding the systems, the processes, how we role play, why we role play all of that fun stuff. So that's my advice for you, Dean. Love you, bro.
1: Uh, My big thing with that also, I always like to say hire for attitude, not aptitude, right? Make sure Kyle likes to say hungry, humble, and smart. Yes. Um, I just hired a new guy. He went to my favorite school of all time called YouTube University. Whenever he's trying to learn something, he just goes to YouTube and finds more stuff. So that's what I really look for. You can't teach someone to want to learn. You can teach them the skills.
0: Yeah, a great question to ask in an interview is... You know, when you have free time, what do you read? What do you listen to? What do you watch? And if it's like I watch Real Housewives of East County or or <laughs> we should do one of those, by the way, East oh, County, that would be awesome. It would be very entertaining. Way better than the shit they have on there oh, now. Oh, man. But if it's if it's, you know, just junk like that, I'm looking for the person who's like – Oh, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Cool, what do you watch? Very important. Don't just trust that they Cats. watch it. Ask, what do you watch? Like, make sure they actually can name drop a couple things that they actually subscribe to. Like, if they're like, oh, I watch a lot of YouTube Cool, who do you watch? Oh, I mean, just everybody. Oh, well, who's your favorite? Oh, I'm, I can't even name one. There's so many. Like, that's a problem.
1: Um, Renzo Gavino, at, he said he's struggling with the difference between uh, being persistent versus being a stalker. Some leads just don't answer.
0: Well, quit looking through their bedroom windows at two in the morning. (laughs) That's a good place to start, okay? Um, The key is coming from a uh, position where you are helping, not trying to push, just trying to provide information to people. I think far too often we want to shove properties down people's throats and Um, force them to come out and meet with us and and maybe people aren't ready for that yet. So just come from a position of providing information initially and people will come to you. Um, You don't have to chase them and stay out of their bedroom windows at two in the morning.
1: So we've got three more. All right, let's go. Uh, Tamika says, uh, being new and the learning curve, people hire me and I freak out like, what now? Uh, Thank God my broker and the other agents in the office. Thank God for
0: Yeah, Um, I mean the biggest thing, when you're brand new, join a team, that's the best advice I could ever give. Uh, Gary Vee likes to say eat shit for a couple years, which means pay your dues, right? Mm -hmm. Like be a part of a team where you can actually go and get transactions done. Who cares if it's a 25% split or a 50% split or who cares what your split is? Just get in the industry and get some transactions done and have a support structure built around you so that when you do go and you get that listing, you have somebody who's there to help you and hold your hand and walk you through that process. It is much better to do 10 transactions a year at 50-50 than one at 100-0. You're not gonna learn shit from one. You're gonna learn a lot more from 10 at 50-50 than you are one at 100-0, and you're gonna make more money.
1: And if you're in San Diego, we're currently hiring. Yeah. Go to um,
0: join.kylewhistle.com. Join.kylewhistle.com if you wanna join the team and find out if you're a fit.
1: Uh, Kelly Salter, lead conversion. The lead generation video was great. Once we get them, what's the best way to convert and nurture them?
0: Um, what I'll tell you, this is this is an entire video. Um, if you guys want our follow-up plan, we call it the buy or die plan. If you want to get a copy of that, uh, follow me on Instagram and shoot me a DM and I will send it to you. That's how you get it. I'll give you the entire plan, the flow chart, step one, two, three, all the way through the entire process. Now, I know
1: you always change your Instagram name instagram
0: instagram yeah right now it's killer kitty 69 in san diego that's my current. once instagram. he changes
1: it that's back to me
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't guys don't change don't have stupid names on instagram make your instagram name your fucking name please so
1: it's at kyle whistle
0: it is at kyle whistle yes um
1: last one jason don't make will make it hard
0: for people to find you
1: uh jason has jason what up dude long yeah. time no talk uh his issue is consistency now and always
0: consistency. That is where I think the schedule um, really comes into play in the calendar. I have a lot of things consistently in my calendar. um, And I think that that's very, very important. And the biggest thing that's in there that has to stay consistent is power hour. And in my calendar, my power hour is actually a dark green color because power hour is money and I want it to stand out amongst everything else in my calendar. So everything else is one color, but my power hours are dark green because those are the most important thing in there. Um, And the consistency thing that people struggle with is prospecting. Well, what is the number one way we make money in this industry? Prospect. So let's put an hour a day minimum in there. Now, if you're sitting around, you got zero deals in escrow, there better be more than one hour a day of prospecting in there. Because if I can run you know, five different companies and sell 40, 50 houses a year myself, and I can find a way to fit an hour a day in prospecting, you can.
1: Yeah, me too. Don't,
0: don't give me bullshit excuses <laughs> on, on why you can't do prospecting for an hour a day. That's bullshit. You're just trying to fill your day with a bunch of other nonsense that doesn't actually make you any money. So what people need to do is, is not be focused on just filling an eight hour day. Focus on the right activities. I'd rather you do four hours of prospecting a day and then go home and play with your cats and eat ice cream than be at the office for eight hours and just shoot the shit and bug everybody there. So the key is putting these recurring things in your calendar like prospecting, like masterminding is something that I do on a regular basis. Um, Role playing is something that's in my calendar. All of these things are in the calendar as recurring events and everything else gets structured around those. I don't replace things in my calendar.
1: Cool, that was all the questions. That was a little long. If you guys like this, let me know because I thought this was really fun. (sighs) Uh, Kyle did not see those questions beforehand, so that was kind of fun to see him on the fly. Um, If you like this, we'll do this a little more often. Um, Just let us know in the comments on YouTube, in the – just wherever. Just let us know. Widget.
0: All right, so last thing we like to do on the show is finish with a widget, which is something we're utilizing in our business that saves us time, makes us more money, or just increases our overall happiness and effectiveness. What do you got for us today, Brian?
1: So the tool that I'm gonna be using, um, I've been using it more and more and more and more, is a way to um, make my email more effective, more communicative. um, And that's by implementing video within my email Yes, you guessed it, it's BombBomb. Bomb. Um, so BombBomb is a really cool service that you can get to um, have. Um, you can you can input videos into BombBomb, Bomb, send it, so not, that way not only can they see you, um, they can get your tone of voice and everything like that. So BombBomb Bomb is my widget of the week. Um, I'm a big, big fan of it.
0: All right, cool. Uh, the widget that I wanna drop is something that, well, Brian already said what it is. But I love to automate things in my business that can save me time so that I am not having to manually do them. And hands down, the best, number one service that exists today is called Zapier. Z-A-P-I-E-R, and if you somehow get Zapier out of that, you're stupid, and (laughs) just go like, run into a sliding glass door or something. you're setting up zaps in this system not zapes so quit calling it zapier it's zapier and what zapier does is it allows you to connect multiple things together for example you could have a new lead come in you could set up a zapier integration to push that lead into bomb bomb where you can then have a video email fire off to that person you could have a email come in to Your Gmail, and then you could automatically zap that and push that the lead that came through in that email into your CRM, or you could push that into a variety of different things. So it allows you to connect multiple systems together. Some of the things I use it for on a regular basis is connecting like a Google Sheet to Agent Legend. Um, We've used it for like when we do surveys with a type form, and I can push those leads into the CRM, um, integrating with BombBomb. Using Zapier, it's amazing how many things you can automate um, and save yourself a ton of time. I mean, a Zapier, well set up, can replace an entire employee in your company.
1: Yeah, I use it for uh, people that sign up for our referrals list to go into Google Sheets, which then I use uh, to map so I can get a visual representation of who we can refer our business to.
0: Beautiful. Well, hopefully you guys got a ton of value out of the show today. If you have questions you'd like for us to answer on the show, go to our Facebook group, which you get to by going to thewhistleway.com. You can join the Facebook group on there. You can also subscribe to the podcast and our YouTube channel. You can join our referral network, so when we have outgoing referrals, because 30% of people are leaving California right now. I just met with another guy today. Uh, Actually, I've met with two this week. One is gonna grow, grow hemp in Colorado, and another guy's gonna go retire into Arizona or uh, Nevada, sorry, Nevada. Everybody's leaving right now. So uh, we are referring people out all the time, and so we'd love to have you a part of our referral network, and we'd love to have you at our upcoming events. You can always find out about our latest events like our Media Mayor Mastermind two-day boot camp on thewhistleway.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you guys got some value, and we are out. See you next week.